Hi, I'm Gabby, the Happy Holiday Girl. Who says you have to wait until certain times of the year to get to celebrate? When every day's a holiday, we can combat stress and have more opportunities to have fun with our friends and family. Come celebrate with me, and together we can live a holiday life. And a happy day to you, holiday lifers. It's me, Gabby, the Happy Holiday Girl. And today is Horseless Carriage Day, a day completely dedicated to our quest at moving greater distances without the need of a horse, a monumental achievement for modern humanity. Now, some may say that we actually had greater achievements with things like the pyramids, Stonehenge, um, Atlantis, things that might be on ancient aliens. But for the sake of today's holiday, we'll celebrate today's modern man's achievement with the horseless carriage. We'll talk about who created the first horseless carriage and where automobiles are going into the future. Now to start off today, I thought I would bring along my seven-year-old Malachi, who is completely obsessed with everything car related. He's really big into race cars, so I thought he'd like being a part of the horse's carriage day. Hey Malachi, what's going on, Bear? Oh, you got it. Oh, he said cool Malachi today. I like it. He said, oh, you got it. Okay, so what are your opinions about cars, Bear? What do you know about them so far uh, as your seven-year-old life? You know, they go around the track if you're talking about the race car. There's also a funny car that is very fast and you will only see two cars racing straight, not turning, because they don't turn, they just go forward. And that's called a what kind of car? Funny car. A funny car? Where did you learn about this funny car at? In a Snoopy book. Okay guys, so I'm going to do a bit of research. Uh, he reads a lot of books and I'm gonna come back later on in the episode and find out exactly what this funny car is and uh, a bit more information about it. And parents, if you're wondering about the Snoopy book that Malachi is referring to, it's called Earth, Water and Air by Charles M. Schultz. It's a great read I like for my kids to have educational content. It's on thriftbooks.com for around $6.69. So it's a pretty affordable book. Uh, you can grab it up. It might even be at your local library. Super fun book for kids to learn and read and uh, continue to expand their minds. Do you think that people could ever, there would ever be a time where we could go back to life without cars? Do you think that's possible for the people today? It's actually a real high percentage of people going to airplanes instead of cars. Oh, you think so? Mm -hmm. There is. Really? Where'd yeah. you learn this at? On the this, on this Snoopy book. Okay, Malachi's already kind of a bit more forward thinking. He already knows what's going on later on in our episode. So we're gonna get back to Malachi a little bit later on in the episode and uh, hear a bit more of his thoughts. So as what happens with most of these holidays so far, what I think is going to be a fairly simple day, turns out to be a really complex search through history to find out where things originated. And I'm someone who likes to know uh, the truth about things. I never thought of myself as a history person, but the fascination with these different topics just kind of keeps me digging until I find some sort of original truth. So as I began my search into today's podcast, uh, I typed in what was the first horseless carriage into the Google search engine. And as I was reading a Wikipedia article, the first reference to horseless carriage is credited to the British inventor and mining engineer, Richard Trevithick. Wikipedia says he is credited with making both the first high-pressure steam engine as well as the first usable railway steam locomotive all the way back in 1804. So I was like, wow, okay, things have been going around for quite a while, you know, uh, us being able to self-propel ourselves. But what I love about Wikipedia is that they always include links 
to keep digging further. So I decided to click on the link in the article that said steam engines. That led even further to another page about the history of steam engines. But what caught my eye about reading this new page was the quote, steam driven devices were known as early as the Aeliopile in the first century AD with a few other uses recorded in the 16th and 17th century. And I was like, what in the world, Aeliopile? What is that? And from the first century AD, so I had to click the link about Aeliopile. What I learned was a bit more advanced for me. Uh, it definitely talks about descriptions with the uses of cylindrical vessels, pressurized steam, and Newton's third law. All things that went completely over my head. Physics was not my best subject in school, guys. I just, it just was not for me. But I still was completely fascinated and kept scrolling because I thought that there was definitely something here. So I found uh, that the Aeliopile is credited to the first century AD's hero of Alexandria, who described the device in Roman Egypt. So I was like, first century AD? How could we have this technology for this long? I was just completely fascinated even still. The reason he's credited with the invention of the steam power device is because his writing mentions actual rotating parts. Going back even further, predating Hero's writings, a device called an Aeliopile was described in the first century BC by Vitruvius in his treatise De Architectura. However, it is unclear if it is the same device or a predecessor as he does not mention rotating parts, is the quote that Wikipedia gave. I say all this because it's absolutely fascinating. I think modern people sometimes we believe that we're much more advanced than our ancestors because we've managed to harness the power of electricity and seem to have made wonders that uh, we would have never even thought about maybe thousands of years ago. But my research into these holidays continues to show me that people aren't dumb. The thinkers of thousands of years ago were much more understanding than most likely the majority of our society today is. I would love to tell you that the Aeliopile conversation ends with Vitruvius and that the rabbit hole has an end, but it doesn't. The article continues to state that both Hero and Vitruvius draw on a much earlier work by Tisibius. It says that he was an inventor and mathematician in Alexandria, Ptolemaic Egypt. He wrote the first treatises on the science of compressed air and its uses in pumps. So. The concept of harnessing compressed air has been around for way over two millennia. The only question is that modern man doesn't know if the Aeliopile was actually used in a practical way all those years ago. It may have been considered more of a thing of wonder or curiosity. Apparently, Hero had many other fascinating inventions that can be found in an ancient text called Pneumatica. Vitruvius did try to come up with a way to harness the power of the Aeliopile by suggesting that it could be used to educate people on quote, physical properties of the weather. Now, if we fast forward a bit in time, there is another man much more recent, back in 1543, <laughs> named Blasco de Garay. He was both a scientist and a spatial naval captain. Wikipedia says he allegedly demonstrated before the Holy Roman Emperor Charles V and a committee of high officials an invention he claimed could propel large ships in the absence of wind using an apparatus consisted of copper boiler and moving parts on either side of the ship. This account was preserved by the Royal Spanish Archives at Samanicus. It is proposed that Desgaray used Hero's Aeliopile and combined it with the technology used in Roman boats and late medieval galleys. Here, Desgaray's invention introduced an innovation 
where the aliopile had practical usage, which was to generate motion to the paddle wheels, demonstrating the feasibility of steam-driven boats. This claim was denied by the Spanish authorities. You know, what's kind of crazy is the thing about it is, it seems like with history, you have to have the right invention at the right time. The thing that Gray didn't do was he wasn't persistent enough with getting his invention out there to multiple sources. Now, his contemporary, Christopher Columbus, also faced a lot of rejection when trying to find someone to sponsor his journey west. Maybe had Gray continued to persist with his belief in the steamboat, we would have reached horseless carriages a long time ago. All it takes is a little bit of belief and persistence and the right person will come. Hey, it worked for Christopher Columbus. But as far as the world of today is concerned, we have made significant progress from the horseless carriage. We've tackled space travel and are on our way to building an elevator to space and flying cars. Both articles I'll post on my website, happyholidaylife.com for your own further reading. And now it's time for the activity of the day. I thought I'd bring Malachi back to tell you his ideas for how you can celebrate Horseless Carriage Day with your kids. What activity would you like to do today, Malachi? I build with Tinker Toys and I, and I made cars that were propelled by, um, by rubber bands. So I think you guys should go find some car you have and take a rubber band and see what kind of stuff happens whenever you pull your car backwards. If your rubber band keeps your car from going, if you push, if it goes, or see if it doesn't go. If it doesn't go, leave me a comment on mommy's social media. <laughs> okay, so you're taking over my podcast now, huh? <laughs> I like it. Okay, those are suggestions from Malachi. <laughs> and just so you guys know, I did look up the funny car online, and it's amazing. My seven-year-old's very smart, guys. Uh, he reads a lot of information. And so according to wikipedia.com, funny car is a type of drag racing vehicle and a specific racing class in organized drag racing. Wikipedia goes on to say that funny cars also have the engine placed in front of the driver, as opposed to dragsters, which place it behind the driver. So what do you think? Are you just as mind blown as I am about today? Head on over to happyholidaylife.com to leave me a voice message of how you celebrate it today. You might find yourself on a future episode. When you're there, you'll also have the opportunity to join Club Holiday. There, you can sign up to receive a free monthly calendar full of fun holiday activities for every day. If you like my podcast, please be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts from. You can follow me on social media by using at a holiday life on Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest, and at the happy holiday life on Instagram. Keep celebrating the holidays, stay safe, and live a holiday life. I'll talk to you tomorrow.